All right. <laughs> we doing the <laughs> Well, welcome to Asinine Japery with AJ the Janitor. I'm your host, AJ the Janitor. I don't know about you guys, but I've had a lousy day. I've had a partly lousy and partly pretty good day. I have had an Old Testament biblically lousy day. Yeah, my day, like... Started out all right, and then it was lousy, and then it got a little bit fun, and then it was. <laughs> I feel like I should just keep making really poor object noises in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Just like jingle the keys and. Yeah. You should. ASMR. You were coughing so much in the last episode. <laughs> I cough a lot. It was so. so funny. We were talking about how all right, let's add in some fart noises too, and some. <laughs> Had something slap and make it sound like he completely lost control of his body all at once. Oh, Abby and Wendy are going to get into it. Abraham has taken to... Wendy is going to unplug everything. She's, yeah, she's dancing gonna, over the cords. She's going to ruin the podcast. Oh. Um, she's very adorable. Abraham has taken to dragging Wendy around by her scruff. I don't know if we've discussed that on the podcast yet but but that's really the behavior we're not looking for for from abraham um wendy and elliot wendy's our new kitten in case anyone hasn't listened to the first episode go listen to the first episode so that you know our backstory we've got a new website what's the new website admiral it's not really a web i mean it's podcast.asininejapery.com Dot com. Yeah, it goes right to our anchor. That's Ooh. true. And if uh, uh, we were thinking about monetizing this thing, it is an option suddenly. So uh, what we're going to need probably is a new theme song because the one we have currently, uh, AJ Scratch. But stolen. <laughs> is stolen. Yes, AJ Scratch by Curtis Blow. Ah. Uh, we should probably, if you're a musician friend of our of the show, you could write us a song, record it. We can't really pay you, but once we get some money coming in, we could eventually we'll pay would, you. Uh, and until then, we'll definitely plug whatever uh, SoundCloud, MySpace thing you got going. People are still uploading. Don't look at me like that, Admiral. People <laughs> are, believe it or not still uploading to myspace wow it's yeah, all like it's... estonians making oh, bad like vapor wave music yeah it's it's very musical now it's not so much social media it's like music promotion well that's where it started wendy yeah. is being so belligerent i have to say she she's being cute. attacking your foot she's gonna unplug the admiral's headphones Yeah, she's being a little rat. She's getting confident to the point where she's a little annoying um, because she's not just terrified of everything anymore. But 
We'll make it. Yeah. Before we uh, launch into our full-blown negativity, because I I think I want this episode to be the one where we bitch about our jobs and advocate communism, because I am... Because it's time. At my wit's end. It's time for us to try something new. Before we get in... Not that advocating communism is new for those of us in the room, but... <laughs> yeah. Arise, ye victims of oppression. All right, so uh, before we get into that, we uh, no longer... Uh, let me rephrase this. We now have another fan... Someone much more dedicated to our cause. She's also someone I've never met before. Met her through Twitter. Very cool. Twitter user Hamboner (laughs) is... That's a good, a good, um, what's what's it called on Twitter? A handle? Yeah, sure. Uh, That's, well, that's what the elderly call it on Twitter. (laughs) Okay, yeah. It is, yeah. So that's appropriate for me. Yeah, so Hamboner has decreed us funny as fuck. Exclamation point. Hey! Oh, and, and she has said that I should do voiceover work. Oh. Which, very flattering. They're both that's... looking at me oh. like... <laughs> both looking at me like that she's... She must be wanting something. No, uh, yeah. She's trying... She's trying to get in a will somewhere. Yeah, I don't know what her deal is there, but... But thank you. That's nice. Yes. Thank you, Hamboner. You are... <laughs> Our fan. Yes. You are, you are, you have officially become our favorite fan. So Rebecca, you might want to work on it. Rebecca, we've been referring to you as our critic. So your, your opinion and voice is still very important. I think now, now our goals, our running list of goals is a public domain karaoke night, taking down the Potterless podcast, which we'll get to later Mm because- Crimberly made me listen to some of that on the yeah, way over here. Yeah, we listened here. to a little bit on the way over. I have, so I have got opinions. I figured, I figured we would be able to talk about it. So, third goal: communism in America. Fourth goal: we get Rebecca and Hamboner foxy boxing. That's what I want. Fight it out. Oh, we'll do it fighting. for charity. Yeah, that would be yeah. cool. Do it for charity. Whoever wins determines whether or not this podcast is good. <laughs> well, I'll be, it'll be hard to do that social distancing at yeah. boxing. I don't know how that's working these we'll days. We'll have to slate that for like next December. It's like all these sports are like coming back now with digital audiences and whatever. I heard yeah. like, I forget which team it was, but they all came down with COVID. All at once. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's not. Wasn't it the Mariners? Was it, might be. I, was it a baseball team? You're asking the homosexual here. I know that but the Mariners. That was more a question to the room. <clears throat> when you said Mariners, I knew that it was baseball, and I knew that it was Seattle, because we've been to Seattle See, before. I, <laughs> I got them confused with what's the one in uh, the Marlins, the Marlins in uh, Miami. Right? I don't know. Tampa. Oh, whatever. This is not a sports podcast. This, this is not a sports podcast. Dear Officer Krupke, you gotta <laughs> understand. It's just our bringing up key that gets, gets us, us out, out of hand. Our, our mothers are all junkies. junkies. Our, our fathers are all drunks. drunks. Golly, Golly Moses, naturally, naturally we're punks. punks. 
So, but uh, speaking of sports, I could pitch the brilliant idea that I've already pitched to you two. My brilliant plan for the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins. Picture this. <laughs> okay. Let's preface this by saying that. No, let's not preface it. No, this is, <laughs> I think, a $20 billion idea. Wow. That's. I can back it up too. Okay. Wait till you hear it. I'd love to. You know how many zeros are in that, right? Yes, multiple. I don't. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm really bad at math. Ten. (laughs) Math is basic numbers to me. So, all right. Picture this: the Washington sled fins. Here we go. Oh, actually, hold on. We don't care. 14 O's. Well, no, no, it's going on the record. Oh, okay, well. The Washington sled fins. Picture a sled, right? You know what sleds are. I don't think I do, actually. Let's explain what a sled is first. It's uh, a flattened uh, hunk of wood with uh, 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 blades on the bottom of it with Uh which you travel upon snow. Uh Uh-huh. Are you from the, like, 30s? So... How do, well, you, that is, how do you stay? That is a bit old-fashioned for a sled, but I, they are mostly made of plastic these days. How do you stay on a sled? The the sled I'm... You guys are getting so hung up on the particulars, it's going to dilute the message. I think really what this podcast should be... I just had a whole new vision for this podcast, <laughs> where we make you explain things in ridiculous detail. We just ask you question upon question about stupid things and just make you ex- go into as much detail as possible <laughs> so by the end i'm like questioning existence yeah you have no idea what anything is anymore but picture a sled okay right? start out it's yeah. a sled it's got the body of like an old-timey cadillac with fins hence the sled fins it's got a smiley face on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be like bright pink, really dopey, just the faggiest looking sled on the face of this earth. It comes out on the field to the tune of Billy Joel's It's Still Rock and Roll to Me. That's the part that's bewildering to me about this idea. For some reason, he it's does, not the sled there, with there the smiley face and that, the fins. There's a line in that song about Cadillac fins. That's the only reason it leapt to my mind. Okay. It, just <laughs> one line. So he comes out, whole audience, boo! No, Elliot, no, no, no. And that's what's going to unite the fans they they used to be united in their love of the horrible racist mascot and now they're united in their hatred, hatred of, of Sledrick the, the sled Sledrick yes. yes so i think that is an idea with some merits i would not qualify it as a 20 billion dollar idea i think it's i think it's more like uh 45 dollar Oh, you put it at $45? Yeah. Wow. You're Guys, football's generous. not even going to be around for much longer. I have I think... a joint bank account with you. You're throwing $45 at the sled fins. <laughs> I threw $12 at the podcast last night. That's true. true. I he, guess... did, he did buy the domain. I do owe him in a year's time. I guess so if... So please um... download this thing. 
<clears throat> despite everything that you've heard so far. <laughs> Tell your friends that we're funny, even though it's a lie. It'll be a benevolent lie. Yeah. They'll... Like in the Dark Knight movies. How they just operate on... You've never what seen we need is a you? pyramid scheme here. We need our one, our two fans, what? to tell, to gather two of their friends. That's right. We need to start selling like a kai berry. Them, juice. No, we're not selling them anything. Actually, we're just it's just a pyramid scheme, but to get listeners. Okay, so we have yeah. we have our our two fans. They could each get two more fans for us. And and I'm really, I guess that's how it works. That's really yeah, how. That's, that's literally that's, how that works. That, that's just called hurt, success. That hurt my brain. <laughs> that's just. How did I? Oh my gosh. Oh no. I'm slipping oh, into like. I think like, your nose is bleeding uh, now. I'm slipping and... into a crisis here. Okay. Oh, Kimberly's really taken over hosting duty for most of this, and that's fun. Um. I guess I'll but shut yeah, up then. But no, no. I enjoy you and you're amusing. I know. Football's not going to be around. You guys think football's going to make it out of this plague? See, I think that if any sport makes it out of this plague... It's going to be baseball, because they're all far apart from each other. That's already a socially distanced sport. I was going to say hockey, because they're already wearing masks. Oh, true. But... It's That's not the right kind of true. mask. Well, they could adjust. <laughs> yeah, they, they could. I don't know anything about hockey because we're from the south. Yeah. So We've... we do. There is the crummy yes, hockey team here. There the, is a crummy hockey team in Pigdom. The Pigdom Pig Porkers. Yeah. Porkers. We'll call them. There is really a hockey team in the town yes, we're in. Yes, we have been. Um, the Admiral and I have been to a game before of these minor league hockey. This minor not league hockey. Bad for a minor league team. See, I have no idea about the quality of the team, but going to the game was fun. Make a noise. Yeah, mostly because we spent the whole time making fun of everything that came up on the jumbotron screen, and everyone around us. So, Grimberly, let me put this in words you'll understand. Minor league hockey is the gay equivalent of Avada Kedavra. That's what it was, right? The thing that kills you? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad minor, I remembered that. Minor league hockey would kill you? Yes. My, my, wow. The sentence minor league hockey oh. is gay death. That is, <laughs> that is like... Wow. That is the worst thing I could imagine. Also, as an English teacher, I just have to be persnickety and say that minor league hockey is not a sentence. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I feel like I've been voted out of my own podcast now. <laughs> the co-hosts are commandeering this because they're more intelligent. See, the secret of this success, I think, is going to be the fact that I'm very dumb. See, that's that's what's underrepresented. But in... you're not dumb. The no. problem here is that all three of us are dumb. Because as you'll no. recall just a moment ago, I was trying to figure out a pyramid scheme <laughs> for something that would just happen naturally <laughs> if our podcast was good. And also, the Admiral couldn't remember, like, spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out how many zeros were in a billion. I couldn't do it at all. See, I'm I'm the lowest you, see, on the no, totem pole. No, no, I always tell my students, 
it's not that you can't do it. It's that you haven't tried enough yet. If you had sat there and really figured it out, you would have remembered how many zeros it was. It yeah, might have, have taken you longer. I would have furrowing my brow like a caveman, yeah, scratching like, my head. You're not stupid. You're just slow. Well, gee, that's really <laughs> that's, so that's really uh, flattering. Yeah, that's that's one I don't use on my students. <laughs> ham boners at home, like be nice to him, Crimberly. No, sorry, ham boner. No, that's. She's probably got like a bunch. She's like Helga and Hey Arnold. She's got a bunch of pictures of me around a shrine. Have you guys noticed how much like pork reference has been in this podcast? This might be a pork podcast. Because, like, I think that's dump, the title of our episode. Pig dump, porkers. Porkcast. Speaking of pig dump. Ham boners. Speaking of pig dump, I've got... Where's my phone? Here it is. I've got something here. There is a local magazine here in pig dump. The Pig Dumper. You guys know which magazine yeah, I'm really talking about? I believe talk? so, okay. yes. Have you seen uh, the current issue? This is, not, ju- this is no. just something for the two of you. This it's not. Is... It's not. The listener's not going to get anything out of this. I just want to want them to hear your reaction to the current cover. It is a picture of this woman. We're not going to say her name because this poor woman. She is a, a local physician, and the uh, find. I'm trying to think of a local physician that's. Yeah, she's that's, she's n- she's not like currently well known, right? No, she's, she's not. She's not like notorious. Okay. She's not in the news for like screwing up okay good but the the caption on the pic uh, of the head the headline is the the face of public health in pig dump look at the picture that they went with of her she's like squinting (laughs) squinting into the sun and it looks (laughs) and like like bearing the top row she looks like she's in pain yeah she doesn't which is not (laughs) she's got her like i'm not gonna make fun of her or anything she's she's probably a perfectly nice lady douchebag photographer was like i don't like her we'll use this one yeah and she's like burying the top row of her teeth she looks confused to me she looks like they she didn't know they were gonna take her picture and so she showed up and she was like, oh, I don't want to take my picture today. I'm not ready for this. I don't even have, like, makeup on. So she, like, puts the makeup on and then they took her picture a lot. It's like if somebody asked me, what's nine times eight? And then just took a picture of my face. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> it's like, that's it. It's, it's like... like it's like the opposite of a roller coaster picture. Like, <laughs> yes. you um, look excited on a roller coaster yes. picture but um nothing exciting is happening to her she's just speaking upset. of which we, we crimberly and i also had a thing on facebook recently we were talking about the cover of the classic album follow the leader by eric b and rakim where they're sitting on a thing i thought for the longest time they were sitting on a roller coaster because they're like tilted back and I had never seen it, like, in full size. I mm-hmm. never saw the vinyl cover of the thing. Mm-hmm. They're, like, tilted back. I thought that was the coolest cover. 
Because it's like they're saying follow they're, the leader and they're about to go over the edge on a roller coaster. Yeah, like that would be a really they're cool thing. They're just sitting like, on a thing. dumb car. Yeah, they're sitting on a car. There's a hood ornament between but them. It, but there's like a line Neither, going from yeah. it with the the title hanging from it like it's a clothesline. Like I can see, like if you hadn't really looked at the picture, if you just like glanced at it, I can see why you would think it was a roller coaster. But it really... When you look at it for any longer than a second, the, the it more look I looked, the more like I got confused because it's not like a road; it's like blue sky next to them. It looks almost like they're parked on like the edge of a bridge. It looks like so they're like, parked sideways, like the car is tilting over, and they're like up against the sky. I don't know. Most people and pro- Rakim's leg is disappearing weirdly into the maybe it's like a Photoshop kind of mistake. It's, it was from the late 80s. Well, there was no Photoshop. Maybe it's a... They, photo, it's a, it's they a, edited it's photos a at that time. It's a painting. Uh, they couldn't... But maybe they painted it weird. Anyway. Anyway. The people listening to the podcast are not likely to Google that image, so us but talking about it at, at length They're are. likely to actually know that image, oh. I'm sure. Are they? Are they? Possibly. Are was, they? When I saw that, that was the first time i've ever seen that image well i'm kind of an old head i do like antiquated things and that is an album from 1988 i want to say 88 89 somewhere in there there's a particular listener to this podcast that might be offended that you said that that was antiquated (laughs) oh oh you mean my father (laughs) Indeed. indeed man there is nothing. Is there anything in life more depressing than when you do something and the only person who notices is your dad? Like, I want to like, say again, and I know that it's very much like me to say again that I think that we should be very appreciative oh, of no. his support. I love our father <laughs> and we, I appreciate the support, but it's like. If you're in a play and the only person who shows up yeah, is your dad, or if, you're, like, if your band is playing in the Battle of the Bands and the only one who knows the lyrics is your dad. Yeah, like you want your parents' support very much, but you don't want you, only you their want, support. Yeah, you want the, your, your parents' support in addition to larger support. In if addition it's to just other your people. parents' support, it is the it is saddest thing. A little bit upsetting. In the history. It's just. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter and show that it's not just daddy out there listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please. Another thing. Mm, those were some oh, that was, slurps. yeah, that was, we were slurping soda. <laughs> yeah. We're both That's rattling we off topics like we're <laughs> doing cocaine for the first time. And then. Let's discuss habit. Of what? Remember the oh, going all the time. We we did apparently have to cut out like fourteen (laughs) of those out of the last episode of New York. Because you would say you'd be like blah 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 blah, pause, and then talk. Oh, well, I don't know. I think maybe my lips just smack when you know, I open my a, mouth to talk. This is a good uh, way to segue into the fact that she's a mule, right? Because she's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about, uh, what was it, 15 years ago or something? <laughs> uh, I, I caught her eating a single oat. And I okay, said, no, 
what happened, <laughs> the thing that actually occurred was that I had a granola bar. I was eating a granola bar, a very normal food for human beings. <laughs> it was like a chocolate chip granola bar. An oat fell off the chocolate chip granola bar and probably like onto my shirt or something. And I picked the oat up off my shirt and put it in my mouth. And that's the only part AJ hung on to. So now I'm a mule forever. Yeah, I've been calling her a mule for about My name is Crimberly and I am a mule. <laughs> my it. name is Crimberly and I am a mule. <laughs> I think we should just end the podcast there. No, no. Just have me repeat that over say, and over. Say it a couple of times and we'll put it at the beginning before the theme song. <laughs> my name is Crimberly and I am a mule. My name is Crimberly and I am a mule. My name is Crimberly, and I am a mule. Perfect. So, <laughs> uh, what else were we getting? Oh, do we do we have the, the uh, very briefly, very briefly in the last episode, the Admiral mentioned uh, uh, Wittgenstein's uh, Logico Tractatus? Yes. Yes. Do we have that handy? No, I loaned it to a lady who had a miscarriage, and then she never came back to work, so I never got it back. That's so awful, <laughs> and yet my face is, like, smiling against my will, that, like, because that's the worst thing ever, but it's so awful that I'm like... It's one of those, you have such a strong negative reaction to it that you want to laugh. You're like, I'm so so upset about that, that I'm smiling. My my soul is broken in a way. I feel like if I wasn't going to hell before, I'm guaranteed to go now. But we need to, I want my, I was thinking we, it should be a feature on our show. We should end the podcast from now on by reading us, just reading it a sentence at a time and like try to seeing if we can figure out what in the hell he's talking about. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thin book though. It took me weeks (laughs) for like 120 pages. It's like trying to read uh, James Joyce's Ulysses. I managed to get, like, 200 pages into it, and then I hit a wall. I was like, all right, is this is this difficult or just really annoying? I think it might just be annoying. <laughs> See, I like that idea about the Tractatus, but the issue with it is how are we going to start reading the formulas Because in section two, he starts doing formulas. Well, we'll figure that out. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I mean, I can. I'm pretty sure it's public domain. I mean, we got time. How how long have we been? We've probably been going 10 minutes, I bet. 27 Uh, minutes and 47 seconds. I cannot see that far. How could you possibly see? I I have glasses. glasses, yeah. Let me try your glasses on. Here, try them on. I don't. It's probably not advisable. Mother of God. Does it look better or worse? It looks weird is how it looks. <laughs> have you never worn glasses before? I have, but it's like, it's like I, I'm drunk or something. Is it like, 
Close one of your eyes. See if either of our eyes match up. Uh, the left eye is a lot worse. Because our friend who used to live in our basement, I put on her glasses one time and we found that our left eyes are the same. I think it's our left eyes. Why is your left eye such trash? But yeah, her better eye is the same as my worse eye. I think both of my eyes are just going. Yeah. I I don't know what it is. I think... My body is wearing down in a hurry. Well, really, our mother was supposed to wear glasses since she was, like, probably about 30. So we're getting... Yeah, and then... Um, really, I've been wearing glasses since I was 19, but... 18, maybe, but... I mean, I've, I'm supposed to have hearing aids and glasses and a spinal correction. I need braces. Thing. Yeah, we don't have... Um... Instead, I chose to be attractive, frankly. <laughs> and now I'm adjusting my imaginary bow tie because I'm snazzy. Yes, it's very attractive. <laughs> oh, Wendy. Wendoodle. Wendy's trying to vape. Do you yeah. have another mouthpiece for that vape? No. Ugh. Rats. Cats. In French, chat-chapeau. In, in Spanish, Spanish you're a gato in a sombrero. Man, we're all over the place. We this really, is... we should watch that one time. Not today, but we should watch that for Why the podcast. Why not going 27? Well, I nah, guess I it's... Don't... It's not really funny commentary no. to do because it's just good. Yeah, we sh we should watch it and then we can talk about it. We don't have to watch it like live on the no. podcast. We should see if there's like is there somebody like reading the Tractatus on YouTube? Oh God, I bet. I bet I bet it's the saddest looking person you've ever seen in your life. Well, it's probably let's find out. some guy with well, horn just... rim glasses and a fedora. Okay, freeze. Because Wendy just had to jump rope over the cord of the Admiral's headphones, and it was the cutest little kitten jump rope I've ever seen in my life. She, she like, you... looked at it and she hopped with her little front feet, and then her little back feet went with her. It was very cute. Why don't you lousy little cats come, come with snuggle with me? I've had a bad day. Let's talk about your bad day. I am so ready for a full-blown, like, CEOs being decapitated in the streets. Like, I'm ready for people to start throwing cinder blocks at banks and rolling over police cars. I... That part's happening. I mean, that part's happening. But I, I have not received my meager paycheck that a billion dollar company pays me begrudgingly to be an essential part of your yes, their business model to be an essential worker in a plague time which they only just today started requiring people to wear masks oh so they're actually like no, not, not the employees have been required right. to wear masks. But like when people come into the yeah, store the, without them, they're the actually customer, telling yes. them not to come in. Yes. That's, that's it, progress. Because frankly... Yeah, it took this long, yeah. though. Other places have had that. A couple other places. But here in Pig Dump, not very no. many. So. So, you know, I 
got stranded at work. Crimberly had to come get me. Because mm-hmm. I'm out of gas, out of money, out of food. I got a big pot of pasta, and that's got to last me. Until, until this paycheck until arrives. Until this paycheck arrives. Which will hopefully be tomorrow. So now I'm watching Soviet propaganda movies from the 1920s. And I'm listening to Billy Bragg albums. And I'm mad at people with money. Which brings us to Potterless. So we were listening to this thing on the way here. Mm-hmm. We're in the bo- Battle of Hogwarts. So for those who don't know the format of this show, it goes like chapter by chapter. Of Potterless, not this show. Of Potterless, yeah, not this show. Potterless goes chapter by chapter through Harry Potter, and it's this guy's first time reading it. And he as a person sucks, but I like the Harry Potter commentary a lot of the time. Sometimes. I like a lot of his guests. So this guy's like... He's talking about how I vacationed in Prague. Yes, he's... And he's like, I lived in Paris for like five years. Yeah, well, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I didn't... I it didn't, was shorter I than didn't that, hear because but... I was too busy it's okay. groaning. He talks about it constantly. So if you've listened to a lot of episodes, you know that it was six months. And then he starts... He lived in Paris for six months. He starts talking... He lived in Paris for six months. Then he starts talking about his roommate from college and how his roommate has a name that's impossible to pronounce in the English language. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's... your roommate was making fun of you because yeah. you're a tool. He just wanted to hear you say he just wanted an to exactly you... correct pronunciation of yeah. his name over and over again mm-hmm. while yeah. telling you that you're wrong. It's yeah. like I had a roommate. In college, I had two roommates, my great roommate, Brian, and another guy who I will call uh, uh, Lars, Lars. Sure. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. I don't know. You said you started with the L sound and that's the first name that came to mind. We we basically Brian and I ridiculed Lars out of existence. Essentially, he did eventually leave our room. Because we hated him so much. One thing he did, this was around 2010 ish. Mm-hmm. He put a sign in our window that said, Fire Pelosi. And I was so upset about it at the time. And now I've spent like 10 years being mad that that sign was right. <laughs> like, that's so, that's so upsetting to me. That Lars had one good idea, (laughs) and it seemed wrong at the time, but it was so absolutely accurate. Yeah. I'm ready to... Stupid Lars. Stupid Lars. I am very thankful that I went to college in Pig Dump and lived at home and did not have to deal with roommates that I did not know or like. Because I lived at home, and then I moved in with the Admiral and one of our friends from high school, and then his girlfriend moved in, and then... I moved in. <laughs> yeah. So I've never had to live with someone that I really didn't like. Oh, which is I'm, just... gl- I'm glad I qualify as someone <laughs> that you don't don't really like. You're my second favorite roommate, I think, that I've ever had. Aww. Well, Well, because I never paid rent at all. (laughs) 
or help to the anyway. Yeah, you really didn't count as a roommate. I was, you, were, you were a hanger-on. I was, I, I was a depressed lump. <laughs> yeah. Really. Got I, it. You've got the track. All right. Yeah. What's the first sentence of the Tractatus? One. The world is everything that is the case. The world is everything that is the case. Is that two sentences? Is it is okay. that a, a semicolon in between? No. No. That's so that's one thought. Yes. So the world is everything that is true. Actually, funny enough, that's the next one. Okay. The world is the totality of facts, not of things. This doesn't seem that complicated. Oh, just wait. He's just saying A equals A. Okay. So we're not we're not going to go any further today. That's that's but, all we've got today. Let me let me explain that the whole issue with the Tractatus is it's based around logical positivism. Yeah. So so logical positivism kind of nullifies itself. You're closer to the mic and it's still no louder than You're it was. You're closer to the mic and I think it got quieter. You started talking hey, quieter. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I did. That was, that was all intentional. Oh, God, I'm falling over. <sighs> Logical positivism. Mm-hmm. That's I- just saying facts are good. It's. I don't think anyone is as deep as they claim to be. That's no what I've. Is. That's what I've learned in philosophy. I think Lao Tse is the only philosopher that ever got it right. Oh. Um. The Tao uh, Te Ching. Or Tao Te Ching, as it's written in. I don't know who that is. Oh. I recognize the, the name from world history class, yeah. but. That's the guy. You gotta read the Tao Te Ching. Okay. That guy figured it all out. That's on our reading list. Speaking of reading list. Yeah, what are you reading lately? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got... Oh, talking about reading. I was listening to NPR the other day while I was sitting getting ready for work. And... Ruining it. I liked LeVar Burton. He's... Seemed like a great guy, but he's the most pretentious motherfucker. What did he do? He just, he used the word sucker, like, in a sentence. Oh, oh S-U- like, sucker with two C's. Oh, oh. Like, uh, no, no, no. Too fucking fancy like. for an interview. <laughs> Fuck off. It's like using the word utilize. It means exactly the same thing as use. It just it's says. just two syllables well, longer. That's the other thing, is he was using the word sucker in reference to how reading brings him comfort and pleasure and, and sucker. And sucker. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> so, LeVar Burton's canceled. Fight me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, LeVar, you're invited to be a guest on the program oh, at yeah, any time. <laughs> oh my god, if I gotta talk to LeVar Burton, I would freak out. Yes. Yeah, no. We can all talk shit about what's that guy who played Data. I want to hear all oh, of your uh, stories. Brent Spiner. Brett Spiner. Brent. Brent Spiner. I want to hear you. I want. I know there. Are, I know there's a thick layer of dirt on that guy. Mm. 
I want to hear all of it. LeVar, Mr. Mr. Burton, Burton. (laughs) you're invited. All right. So what I was going to say, because reading lists made me think about the fact that I'm a reading English teacher. A reading English teacher. You're one of them reading English teachers? (laughs) Yeah, I'm reading them kids some English reading. You don't Um, just teach them how to kick out numbers with their hooves? (laughs) (laughs) They haven't figured that out yet. Um, But today I got two phone calls about my job. So the first, number one, I was pulling into Sonic to order a slushie. And I get a call that looks like it's from my job. I have not saved the phone number of my job (laughs) in my phone. Don't ask me why. I also haven't saved the phone number of my favorite Chinese place in my phone. I have two other Chinese places that I don't like as much. (laughs) My favorite one, not saved in my phone. Anyway, I have not saved the number. So I just kind of take a guess. If it's got the right area code, it's probably my job. So I answered it, thankfully, because a lot of the time it's a recording about, like, lunch or something, and I don't care because I don't have children that go to my school. Um, But it was actually my principal who called me, and he told me that um, with the pandemic and all of this, a lot of our kids are going to online. They're going to do... We gave the kids the option, we, like I had any choice, They gave the kids the option, you can either come to school, like, part-time and do, like, a hybrid kind of class, or you can go fully online. And a lot of our ninth graders are choosing to do that. So instead of ninth grade this year, because I'll be teaching a hybrid class, instead of teaching ninth grade, I'll be teaching seventh grade. So I am excited about, what was that noise that you just made? Was that loud? I, I was I was making a, a, a sound of um, that was like a uh, oh like a disgust yeah it was a disgusted <laughs> I don't I, I don't think I could replicate it either. no I, that was a very it sounded like it was, no not good it sounded like um what are those things I'm trying to think of those instruments anyway I'm excited about teaching seventh grade when they told us that. 7th through 12th grade was going to be in our building this year. My first question was, is anyone going to be teaching the 7th the or 8th graders? Because I kind of wanted to move down. I started my career in middle school and I wanted to teach middle school again, but without having to switch schools, which guess what? Doing it. Um, so that's kind of cool. So what you've been reading lately? Hello, we decided to um, cut part of this conversation the the second conversation I had about my job was a little bit more negative and we decided not to include it in the podcast so sorry about that there is power in a factory power in the land I will say power in the hand of the worker (laughs) (laughs) but I like the work I like the people I'm working with I just hate working for a company that is worth uh something i looked it up today like two billion euros something like that it's yeah and it's paying me currently two dollars less per hour than what they charge for a dvd of cheech and chong's up in smoke 
which is a movie from 1979 <laughs> that is uh, very funny. I like it. <laughs> I've seen it a billion times, but. But your your hour is worth so much more than that. It's on a it's an obsolete format too. Is the thing, <laughs> and I'm probably making two dollars less than that when you could factor in taxes. So, so it's just irritating. Yeah, that is very irritating. I am thankful to be in a position where I'm making a salary. I don't think I want to teach English forever, but I do think I want to probably teach forever. And I just hope for my dear brother that he finds that. Well, that's what this podcast is going to be, because I cannot stand the playlist at my job. That is just the the, the lemon juice in the cut. Really. You should suggest that they play this podcast instead here's of your the, playlist. Here's the thing. <laughs> The, there's a, a, a guy, not the manager of the place, but a, like sub, sub, sub manager who I report to. He's like, yeah, I hate this playlist. I can go into the office and change it, but I think they're going to yell at me. If you change the playlist, we would all pick you up on our shoulders and carry <laughs> you around the place chanting, chanting your name. name. Yeah, the, exactly. The slight chewing out that you might get from the higher ups would be worth That's, even... Even if he just changed it for a couple hours, like change it for a couple hours. And then right before the the higher ups come in this playlist at my job, it is nothing but the one I, I, I enjoy pop music. I, I do. I enjoy uh, Kesha and Lady Gaga and what have you you're coming off a little gay right now i'm very i'm not the diet this this playlist is the kind of pop music that is it's just white people with acoustic guitars and ukuleles and glockenspiels and whistling and whoa choruses for rich kids to sing at corporate music festivals (laughs) And then once every, like, 73 hours, they'll play Nelly Furtado's I'm Like a Bird, and it sounds like the greatest song (laughs) (laughs) ever made. It's it's literally music to your ears. Yes, quite literally. (laughs) But it's all, it's, so you had a bad day, name and name me. Guess who's back in the atmosphere? Oh, yes, okay. (laughs) I I was talking about this the other day. Drops of Jupiter kills me because here's what's wrong with it this is a song the guy guy from train pat uh no idea he wrote it about the death of his mother our mother used to love that song Mm -hmm. and she is now dead you would think that every time i heard that song i would burst into tears and i've tried (laughs) i have tried like turning i've been like all right i'm gonna turn off my critical brain I'm going to let it hit me in the heartstrings. But then there's a breakdown where he goes, Tell me, did the wind sweep? I'm like, where did that come from? He just needed to get a little bit of what a blair out I, of it. I hate so, that so song. I hate I hate, did you have a bad day? Because you had a bad day. Well, Cause, yeah. Because that's the song from So You Think You Can Dance. 
And I just remember thinking, that is so rude to these people getting kicked yeah, off they, So You Think You Can Dance. It's not necessarily the song from So You Think You Can It's just like a little kid going, nya, 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 Yeah. Nya, nya, nya. They did play it when someone would get kicked off of that show. And that was just, it was a little insulting. It was, it was uh, some cruel. Some salt in the wound. But the worst one, I, I have never heard this song outside of this store. I have no idea who sings it. It may be the single worst thing I have ever heard in my life. I ever. Hear some. Let's hear some of it. The chorus goes, dude, I love you, bro. I love you, man. I love you. You're my brother, brother from another oh, mother. No. <laughs> like, I feel like that was like, I, that was painful for me to sing just now. I feel like that was like the CEO's kid, like, <laughs> like the CEO's kid recorded that, and he was like, "Dad, you gotta play my song." I you couldn't play it, and I, like, and, and I, I hate every element. I hate the sentiment. <laughs> I hate, I hate the melody. Yeah. I hate anything involving white dudes <laughs> saying "brother from another mother." <laughs> I, I feel like that's like they were trying to do like an empowering anthem. And like like we, women do that, like an empowering yeah. anthem for uh, Jake Paul. You oh. are kidding! It's actually Jake Paul. <laughs> oh no, no, it's not. It's not that because that Jake Paul's not good enough for this. I don't think. I don't think. I don't I think. No, it's not that. I've heard this before. It's not that. No, this is. Okay. This is something else. But it's... The thing is, who is this for? <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's... I don't care if you're gay, straight, whatever. If you're a dude and your best friend <laughs> sends you that song, your only response should be, well, I guess I have to murder Joey now. <laughs> like, I cannot you're... allow him to breathe air yeah, another it's, day. It's not even just like you can't be friends with that person anymore. You... You have a duty to the world. Yes, like, he's not going to be, I'm not any happier about it than he is. It's like, that But person, it's time to end his life. The person, I don't even have as much. What's. Is it, is it this? Yes. That is what it is. Who it's is it? from Captain Underpants. It's a, a song from the Captain Underpants sound. Oh my god! Oh no! Uh, the the animated Captain Underpants. Who's who is the artist? Andy Grammer. Andy Grammer. Andy Grammer. He would. He it's would. always the he... person you forget about. Because <laughs> he's that guy who did the nah nah, honey, I'm gay. Yeah, I'm gay. the one that sounds like the ha if the hamster dance was about people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like i could cheat on you but you should be so grateful that i'm not yeah. doing that it's like cool, cool oh yeah what is this guy i've never seen put a big old picture at andy grammar up on this i think oh i have no desire to see the captain underpants movie but i, I think the animation for it looks so cute i think andy grammar looks like he looks like he was probably singing that song to richard spencer he looks like he looks he looks like like uh he looks exactly like robin thick like a combination he looks of, like an 
an older Jonas brother who, like, I don't know, their mom smoked a lot or something yeah, when, when she was smoked pregnant. smoked a lot. <laughs> yeah, he got his hair cut at Nazi R Us. Yeah. Ugh. Andy Grammer, you're not welcome as a he's, guest he's on wearing, our podcast. In this picture, he's wearing a, a suit jacket with the sleeve that is way too short. And he's wearing, like, what is it? Is that, like, a mesh tank top under it? But he's, like, leaning over a desk and pointing to his head, like, this is where the bad songs come out. (laughs) This is where they get made. (laughs) It's like a tour of the bad song factory. He's like, this is where a bullet should go for writing the Bro I Love You song. No. Yeah, go. I hear it seven thousand so. times no, a day. Anyway, I, I don't think we need it. I don't think we need it. I think you do. I, I think you need to know that this is real. Okay. Oh, it's worse when you can actually hear it. There's like whistling. Is that like a? Ooh. <laughs> mac and cheese pbs it's like imagine hearing this like it, i hear i hear this i swear three times a shift the admiral couldn't do it no i'm gonna here let's grab him and <laughs> force him to listen to all, put, plug the headphones into the computer let's glue him to his head we gotta now i have a special perspective here um for appalling music as a job at a job because as you'll recall i my first job was at a i'll just say it it was at claire's yeah um so in case anyone reads this or listens to this podcast that is not familiar with claire's which where have you been living but also yeah. Not at malls, that's let's, fine. Let's be real, like, no one fucking thinks about Claire's. Yeah, ever. Claire's is one of those, like, background of the mall, you only think about it if you need a headband. Claire's, yeah. Watch you... it, watch it, you. you, you... I did bump the, oh, you that, was me, that was me who bumped oh, the mic. Okay. I apologize. But ha- anyway. I'm sorry, ham boner. Continue. I worked at Claire's at the height of, well, no, right after the height of Justin Bieber baby fame oh so we were hearing baby by justin bieber probably it it, it, it just becomes a sound right? it just becomes a part of your being there's another like it like melts into you as a person but imagine having bro i love you melt into you as a person that's not a good that's not a good look for anybody but then the worst, which I hope that you have a better job by Christmas time. Oh, it's Christmas music. We can go on about that, too. Because I love Christmas music in general. But the Claire's playlist for Christmas music, I was so thrilled with the Glee Christmas when the Glee Christmas album came out for that year because there were like songs that were sung by competent people. We'll, At ha- least... we'll have to debate Glee another time, I feel. <laughs> no, we don't, I mean... Hagrid and Glee are the two subjects that we have tabled for another time. <laughs> but, let's just say, 
some of the music that was played in Claire's should not have been played anywhere. Didn't you like Captain Underpants as a kid? Oh, yeah. I had a bunch of those books. Really? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I, I was like the only kid that didn't like it. The only, like, little boy. Yeah. Because all my other little boyfriends were like, oh my god, Captain Underpants! It's just like book fair. It's just like mm-hmm. full of poop jokes. Yeah, it's just, I just, uh... it's just dumb. I was dumb enough for it. I'm not going to defend it now. <laughs> At least you didn't like wrestling. Oh, well, no. Okay. I wasn't into wrestling. It's... Although now, I, there, I've met people on Twitter who are like ner- wrestling nerds. Mm-hmm. And they their writing about it is so fascinating. It makes me think it might be interesting, but I'm sure it's not. Yeah, oh, it's no. Not. I think as a kid, AJ, you would not have been able to get into wrestling because it would it was, have made you way too nervous. It was scary. Yeah, yeah it was I was an, I was a a, a very a nervous delicate, child, a delicate flower. <laughs> yeah, well, I was a little little kid. I wasn't I allowed was like... to step one step away from the car in a parking lot as a child. Not by our parents, but by me, by my brother. When I was a little kid, I was I was the Santa. And wrestling aren't real crusader. Uh, <laughs> you like, <laughs> Oh, you were that kid. I, yeah, I was that kid. <laughs> I hated the kid that told us Santa wasn't real. Oh, th- oh, you hated me? Not because I thought Santa was real. Like, I learned at a pretty young age that, you know, like, it was just kind of a fun thing. It, it wasn't because it, like, broke my heart. It was because I was just enjoying it. Like, yeah. I wasn't stupid. No, I was just enjoying Santa. I, was, I had... Well, you know the story, Katie. Do you know the story? How I, how I discovered Santa wasn't real? Is this one of those really awful stories involving your father? I feel like... <laughs> it involves my dad, but it's not, like, awful. <laughs> I feel like maybe we should save this for a Christmas no, episode. Let's no, write it down no, and we'll no, have a Christmas episode. No, it's Christmas episode. in July. Let's go oh, okay, for it. Yeah, I want to okay. say, when I worked at Bath & Body over the last Christmas... There was a song on our playlist, the the Christmas tree song by Johnny Mathis, where he goes, "I'm the happiest Christmas tree." Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, he, he, he. oh no! Yeah, that's terrible. So, how did you learn about Santa, okay. Admiral? So, one year, my dad really tried to make it special, and he he come a little closer ashes. here. He took some ashes out of our wood stove, which we heated our house with. And put it on to, like, the, we had, like, a brick thing that the wood stove sat on, and it went to the flue. And he put some ashes there, and he put his work boot into it. I didn't know about this. So I saw it that morning, you know, half-eaten cookies, half-cup of milk, and I see this this boot print next to the wood stove. He's trying to make it seem like, oh, Santa mm-hmm. was here. I fucking recognize the soul pattern. <laughs> From his work boot. What, because he kicked you in the face so many times? <laughs> no, just, is that what? Because I just recognized it. Because he had, like, I don't, I don't remember what brand of boots they were, but I just, I knew it was that. And I was like, Santa's not fucking real. <laughs> and that kind of turned me into a little shit about it. Yeah. You know what? There's a small part of me that still expects to catch santa at some point yeah like mm-hmm. we really i feel like we both learned at some point sure like i don't even remember that 
But I Do you like, remember the moment? I, for a long time, I had it in my head that there was at some point a real Santa. Yeah, I like that who, idea. Who like visited kids around the world and managed to do it all in one night with his flying reindeer and all of that. But then at a certain point, he was like, guys, I can't. I'm really I, old. Like a- I'm an elderly man. I'm using reindeer to fly. It's amazing I've been getting away with this for so long. <laughs> Sliding through chimneys, unhooking my rib cage so that I can shimmy down a flu. I like that. I like that at some point, like... I feel like we were analytical kids like that, too. Like, we would look at something and be like, okay, how can this be true? Yeah. Rather than just trying to poke holes in it. Yeah, I think the reason I remember it, like, when I realized Santa wasn't real, was it felt like such a fucking betrayal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't feel like that for us. I don't know why, though, really. But, yeah, I was like... 20 i think and our mom was like so when did you find out about santa and i was like you know she never uh, asked me that so i think she probably thought that i still believed i I don't know i don't know how that's my thing i don't know how stupid i come off sometimes i don't know what people assume that i know and don't know it's also hard to tell like because it's, you can be told a lot of, like, you can be told something horrible and be okay with it, but you can be told something very innocent and it breaks your heart. Yes. <laughs> like, you're delicate about different things than most people. Yeah, and, and like, so. in my case, I'm, like, so ruined, I've been so ruined with irony over the course of my life that I don't know if I'm being sincere or not anymore <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, that's... I'll say hor- I'll say something like oh i had some horrible suicidal thought with a big smile on my face i'm like is that true or is that is my face the thing that's correct or my words like should i be worried about myself yeah but no now i'm not suicidal i'm ready to uh i'm homicidal i'm ready for anarcho-syndicalism to spread rudolph rocker motherfucker that's what we're doing. Emma Goldman. I'm just shouting names at the Admiral as though he knows everything. Gotta read up on Lao Tse, Rudolph Rocker, Emma Goldman. Who else? Uh, there was one guy I learned about just today who I'm gonna start acting like I knew about him all along and I've forgotten his name already. I'll have to look at my search history. You didn't like Noam Chomsky, though. He didn't? You didn't. I mean, I don't, I don't hate Noam Chomsky. I, he's just kind of wishy-washy. He's not. He's the, if he sounds wishy-washy because he purposely tries to be boring. So he's not like Zizek where he's just a a laughable buffoon. He wants people to take what he says seriously. Yeah. But. That's the problem with the admiral over there is that he loves a laughable buffoon. I la- I find he... Zizek amusing, but he's also a he's a horrible person. He's a charlatan uh, to a degree, but there is original. I I enjoy his film analysis. So that's why I'm a film guy. I think film is the one way you understand the world. 
I dig it's that. the closest we've come to understanding ourselves as creatures, I think. The reflected image in celluloid. I think books can do it. We've too. got an awful. We're, we've come a long way from the cat turd talk from the last <laughs> episode. Ooh, do we want an update on the cat turds? Oh, there's an update? Oh. Oh, no. Well, just Coco's current state. <laughs> no. It's bad enough knowing what's going on outside of Coco, let alone knowing what's going, <laughs> going on, on in. Why well, go spelunking, really? When it comes uh, yeah, to we Coco. need to give her her medicine. But, and feed the cat. And feed them. Yeah, they're probably hungry. Well, let them. Yeah, no, Wendy doesn't like eating. Let them. The cats have been. This is a microcosm of the communist hypothesis. The cats have been exploiting the two, both of you, for your labor. It's time to let them wait. That's just pets. I say you unionize and demand better treatment. Where is the cat? Where is their representative? Wendy? I'm taking Wendy hostage. <laughs> the other cats don't get her back. I think Abraham's totally fine with that. Coco doesn't care at all, wouldn't even notice. Elliot's the one who's going to have to convince sad. them. Yeah, Elliot would be sad. Elliot's going to come down in a little, like, bomb vest. <laughs> like, like, let Wendy go. Yeah, so we've we've gotten to cat suicide bombers. <laughs> the Washington sled fins. Wittgenstein's Tractatus. Still got some... Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants. This Andy Grammer thing. Yeah. Like, I am not a fan of Andy Grammer at all. I'm sure that he probably has a fan or two. But I'm disappointed in him. Truly upsetting. And like, I I expected better from him. Another one, I hate... um, that's at my toes and it gets in my nose. That's another one that's on there all the time. There's some. There's Wait, some, where? What? What is it? Colby Kayat, bubbly. No, but what? What starts at your toes? Bubbles. It's bubbles, but it's like a metaphor for love or some shit. It's like. Because you, you you first fall in love with someone with your toes, you know? You know how... Yeah, don't you remember when you those, two, when you those were, magical days? When you two were, the toes. When you two were courting and you just walked up and put your foot on her face. Yeah, to like, that, was, that won me over. It's like how blind people can tell if you're pretty or not. Like you, you use your foot to do it. I don't think that's... Blind paraplegics with no arms. Yes. So... So now that we've lost our listeners yes. completely. Yes. Yeah. We're, we are horrible people. Sorry. So that's a terrible song. The one, one of the few songs that I kind of like is. But I don't like the, uh, the actual words to it. But if you close your eyes. But the, but the, the song itself no, kind of jams. A the, bit. The, it's just the, yeah. the. That's the part that works. The rest of it. Those guys are from Greece and they're using that weird. Fine if you close your eyes. <laughs> I hate that one. Really nailed that. Yeah. I hate the one. The, what's that song where the guy goes, better than he can? Oh. Uh, Who's that guy? 
I know I can treat you better. Yeah, I hate that one. I don't know. I there's, think that one was on the there's player's playlist. There's some like fake indie rock song on there that sounds like the Black Keys or something, but it's got the exact same chords as you're hot then you're cold, you're yes. So it's like these guys trying to be hip, but they've accidentally written Hot and Cold <laughs> by Katy Perry. <laughs> that one sucks. I'm so... I'm so one of the few songs that I like is Paramore's Ain't It Fun, but it always catches me in a bad mood. And I'm yeah. like, it's like it's rubbing it in my face yeah. that my life has fallen apart. And also, that's a song you really can't listen to that much. Yeah. Like, that's. If you analyze. That's a song that will make me cry. Yeah. In this. Because it says, don't go cry into your mama. Yeah. And that's the one. But. Ugh. I mean, it's it's really is like they're trying to torture the employees. It doesn't bother the customers. They barely notice it because they're not they're in and out in 10 minutes. I can say that I probably have only listened to the music in a grocery store. Like once ever (laughs) that I can remember. I'll say the place I work isn't Kroger. Kroger has much better uh, selection generally. Yeah. But it also makes me feel really old because if a song is playing in Kroger, it is old. Yeah, I remember going in there the first time I heard Franz Ferdinand's Take Me Out. I was like, oh, no, (laughs) this is this is terrible. Also, I was at a Kroger recently and. It's it's weird the things that are starting to feel strange when you're walking around in a store with uh, people in face masks and it's all very plaguey. If you in that situation and I will survive is playing. Yeah, that's it's it's like being in a bad Terry Gilliam movie or it's something. Like you're like we were planning. I was planning for tenth grade. Um and. We were talking about, you know, like, what are some of our favorite things to teach in 10th grade? Um, and I was talking about Mask of the Red Death. And I was like, yeah, it's like I have a good, um, I have a good connection to a story by a Uruguayan um, author. So, like, trying to bring in some more voices that aren't just, like, white Americans and stuff like that. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, do I want to teach Mask of the Red Death right now? <laughs> like, if there's, for those who might yeah. not remember Edgar Allan Poe's Mask of the Red Death. No, it's not Edgar Allan. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. I said it, and then I was like, wait, I don't think that's right. But no, believe in yourself. Yeah, it's I have, Poe. Yeah. It's about a plague that's occurring, and a bunch of rich people lock themselves in a house and party while the plague is happening outside and then at the end the plague gets in and kills them all so there's just way too much there that is way too on the nose for our current situation dude i love you poe i love you man i love you and then but then the other story is um, El Hombre Muerto, the dead man. And it's about a guy who's in, like, on a banana 
I think a banana plantation. And he's like cutting something down with a machete. And he accidentally falls on his machete and dies. And it's like told a lot from the perspective of him and he's already dead. And it's kind of a cool story, but it's, again, number one, a little heavy to start off the year with, with 10th graders. I think I did that around like... I didn't really plan to do it around Halloween, but I think I did it kind of around Halloween and shoehorned in Halloween with it last year. But... Yeah, there's a, oh, cool. a a toilet being filled yes, in the background. Nobody is using it. It just sounds like there's a ghost in the downstairs. We should probably close that door in the future. Our, our basement help. bathroom is not probably up to code. But you know what? <laughs> it's fine. It, it gives people the sense that they're at home. Yeah, really. they're here. They're here in with our us home. in our home. Mm-hmm. I've been. Re- we should have. We should send out like scratch and sniff st- stickers. For our home. Oh, yeah. Odorama <laughs> is what we need. Yeah. I've been reading a book lately called The Mabinogian. Have you heard of this before? I have not. It's one an English student ought to know. It is a book of ancient Welsh Celtic folk tales that have been... It's like they were written... 2,000 years before they, like, they were in oral tradition for thousands of years before this book was written in the 1300s oh. so it's like so they, they're old they are it's like a child telling a story pretty much where it's like there was a princess and she went over to the hill and she met a man and then she went back to the castle and then she went back to the hill. But then it always ends with something absolutely insane. Like, the princess uh, was... Uh, no. the, the bro- There's this one story where these guys... Uh, the king of Ireland comes to Wales. And the brother of, uh, to marry the, the sister of one of the princes of Wales. Ah. But then this jealous brother of the Prince of Wales mutilates the King of Ireland's horses by cutting off their ears and their eyelids. So the King of Ireland starts to leave. And then... And then he realizes... No. And then the the other princes are like, dude, we... No, it's just our asshole brother. Come back. (laughs) So they say, look, we're going to give you all the horses you want. We're going to let you marry our our sister. Come on. It'll be fun. (laughs) So the King of Ireland comes back, and then he gets his friends again with all the brothers, and he gets all the horses he wants, and he marries the sister, and they go back to Ireland. And then, like, a year later, word starts getting out about these horses that got mutilated. So they're like, well, we have to punish somebody for this. So they, like make the the princess who's now married to the queen of ireland they make her cook for everybody and then the butcher comes in and and i quote boxes her ears so they punish so the prince the princess by making her cook for everybody and get beaten up by the butcher and she's still apparently married to the king of ireland that's <laughs> I don't even know how to react to that. I will say, <laughs> for someone who has a degree in literature, 
I am not a well-read person. But that does sound like something I yeah, could get into. It's, it's, I, I definitely feel like I could read those stories. Deeply odd. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like things that are deeply odd. It's like, it's like these stories have been in a game of telephone for yeah. thousands of years, and then this is what they wound up with. One of the things that I did actually read that I was assigned to read in college was Gulliver's Travels. And the only reason I made it through was because it was deeply odd. <laughs> when he goes to the land of horses and the name is like, <laughs> essentially. Yes, the Winhams. The Winhams. <laughs> but it's like spelled with way too many H's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my favorite part of Gulliver's Travels, which I think is probably a pretty po- popular part is where they spend so much time describing him peeing. <laughs> he's just like, and they talk about like his like prolific urination for like three paragraphs. <laughs> and I'm just like, because the, um, the little tiny people are so impressed by his peeing <laughs> because he's so much larger than they are. So, I just think that's really just fun. But. Well, on that note, <laughs> uh, please like and subscribe. Is it a subscribe thing? I don't know. I don't because, know. Keep looking out for our keep, next episode. Keep looking out for our next episode. I'm sure you'll see it because I'll tell you about it. Uh, you can still follow me at a England Junior. We're working on getting a Twitter set up for that, but yeah. I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't know why we haven't done that yet. Yeah, yeah haven't, we will. Haven't done that yet. Uh, please take care of yourselves. Spread communism in America. Down with the fascists. Adios. Man, I love you, bro. I love you, dude. I love you. Yeah.